Hi, welcome to the Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson, and I'm here to help you to heal your anxiety naturally. So on today's episode, what I will be talking about is my own personal story about how I, what well, my journey of anxiety, my own experience of anxiety what I went through because a lot of people ask me that and I try to like talk about it as much as possible but I want to give you guys more clarity about what I actually experienced to see that what I went through is very similar of what you're going through and I experienced multiple anxiety disorders in the three years that I went through anxiety and as well on top of that I had depression so what was happening whenever I first experienced anxiety. I was about, I was 20 years old and I used to smoke a lot of weed. My friend one night, he calls me up after college. He's like, hey, you want to come over? We're going to, you know, smoke a joint and everything. I was like, yeah, sure. Let's, you know, let's hang out. We go to his house and it was me and my two other friends. And we were just sitting down and I haven't smoked really in a while. And they're just rolling, you know, the joints and everything. They were passing it around. We were smoking. And then all of a sudden, I started to feel a little bit weird. I was like, whoa, what's going on over here? I'm like, this is not usually the high that I get whenever I smoke. I'm like, what's going on? And I started to feel very strange, very weird. And I was like kind of confused of what I was experiencing. But I felt this fear, this intense fear. Like I was paranoid whenever I was high. But not to this degree. I was like to my friend, I'm like, listen, uh, you got to take me home. I'm, I'm not feeling well. I'm bugging out. Like, I need to go home. He takes me home. I try to sit, you know, and watch a movie and so I'm trying to get my mind off it. It was late at night and I just couldn't fall asleep and I was panicking. I started to hallucinate and I was just kind of like in just a very fierce state of mind. To make that part long story short... I basically ended up in the hospital and they kind of did like tests on me to see if I was, if, if the weed was laced and they said that it was. After the, after the weed kind of went out of my system, I calmed down and everything was fine. A month later, I was sitting at home. It was late at night on a Friday night. It was winter. And I just felt that same feeling when I was high and I was like, whoa, am I high again? I'm like, is is this from the weed that I smoked that was laced? I'm like, something's not feeling right. I feel very, I have this intense fear. Again, I was like, maybe I should just go to sleep and it'll just, tomorrow morning I'll wake up and it'll feel much better. So that's what I did. I went to sleep and I forced myself to go to sleep, which is very hard to do, which is nearly impossible. And I didn't sleep well that night. I woke up the next morning. I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe today I'm going to feel good because usually whenever I smoke weed and the next and when I fall asleep, the next morning I'm already fine. I'm back to myself. I'm like, this is maybe this is what it is. And I woke up the next morning. I was like, I am not I am still I still have that feeling. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, this feels very weird. This feels very it's it's not going away. This is scary. I'm like, did did I get messed up from the weed? Did I mess myself up right now? I'm like, is that what's happening over here? I was very fearful of like what was going on with me. So I woke up in the morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to my sister's house. I'm going to walk there. Maybe it'll go away. But through the entire day, I didn't feel myself. I felt disconnected with myself. I felt like there was a fear and I felt like like, there's something weird over here. What's going on? 
and I quite and I didn't quite understand what it was. I was trying to speak with people. I'm like, you know, what? I'm feeling a little weird today. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I smoked weed a month ago, but like nobody was like, maybe it's just going to go away. Maybe, you know, it's just like, I don't know. They didn't give me really an answer. As the days progressed, day after day, I wasn't getting any better. This feeling wasn't going away, and I still started to feel very disconnected. And I felt very sensitive towards people in what they were saying to me. And I would just like be very afraid of my health. I started to go to the hospital. I remember I went to the hospital to make sure that everything was fine with me. And this was just the beginning of my anxiety journey. I, I didn't quite understand what was going on with me. I remember going to the hospital by myself and I felt so alone. I felt so alone. I was like, whoa, nobody really cares about me. Nobody's here with me. And I remember that night. That was the night that my anxiety just started to go spiral out of control. My depression started to go out of control. I remember I came home and I was sitting in the living room, no, in the dining room, and my family was watching TV and I just started to cry for no reason. I just couldn't handle the emotions that were going inside of me. I just couldn't like control them. And I just started to cry and cry and cry for a good 20 to 30 minutes. I couldn't stop it. I couldn't, couldn't stop it. My family was just shocked to look at me that way. They were like, what's going on? I'm like, I have no idea what's going on with me. But lately, for the past few weeks, and this is already past few weeks already is happening, I'm like, I've been feeling very different. I've been feeling very emotional, like very sensitive. I feel very down. I feel very disconnected with myself. And my anxiety wasn't even that severe yet. And I just couldn't stop crying. It was such a heavy cry. I know what it feels like, that, that, that deep pain. It wasn't an easy thing. It definitely wasn't. And then after I cried, I did feel a little better because I took it out. But as the days progressed more and more and more, my anxiety started to get worse. And I just didn't quite understand what was going on. I didn't know what to do. Every time the sun would set, I would just start to cry for no reason. For no reason, I would start to cry and I couldn't control it. And then all of a sudden, I started to experience panic attacks where my chest would start to hurt, where I would start hyperventilating. I started to feel more and more disconnected with myself and having more DPDR, but it would fluctuate like you know, throughout the day. And I remember speaking with one of my mentors, and I was telling him what I was experiencing, and he was becoming a psychologist. He told me, he's like, Emmanuel, you need to accept what you're going through now. When I heard those words in the beginning, I'm like, this guy's crazy. I'm like, you know, you know what I'm going through? Do you understand what I'm experiencing? Crying every single day, experiencing panic attacks, hyperventilating, you know, waking up in the morning and right away, I'm like, shit, I'm like, this is another day of suffering. I'm like, do you want me to accept this? I'm like, there's no way in hell am I accepting this. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Do you know what this experience is? Do you know what this feels like? You have no idea. This is one of the hardest things that I ever had to deal with. I'm like, what are you telling me to accept this? I'm like, it's impossible to accept this. This is so hard. I'm like, this is impossible. And I was so frustrated by that answer. I was like, no way am I accepting this. I'm like, there's no freaking way. I started to start being afraid of being alone. I had to be with somebody. I would stop eating. I remember I didn't eat. I was so, I didn't have an appetite. I lost so much weight. I stopped caring about myself. And finally, my I spoke to my brother because he went through a years ago 
when he was 17, he went through depression, but we didn't understand what was going on with him. So I didn't quite understand then that he had anxiety and depression, and I don't think he himself understood that. And I asked him, like, listen, you, you, you see a psychologist, right? Maybe I can go to him and maybe he can give me some answers of what I'm experiencing because I quite don't understand what it is. He was like, yeah, sure. So, so I set up with this uh, doctor. His name is Dr. Andrew. I'm not going to say his last name. And we set up an appointment. I'm like telling him exactly what I'm experiencing. And I remember it was a Friday as well during the day. And I was looking at the window. And it was February time around this time, I think it was. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember looking at the window. And I'm explaining to him for like a good 20 minutes of what I'm experiencing, what I'm going through, all these crying spells, um, having these panic attacks, you know, I'm hyperventilating. I didn't know it was panic attacks back then. I was just experiencing the, the, these symptoms. I'm like, I'm having chest pains. I'm having heart palpitations. I am hyperventilating. I told him I feel dizzy. I feel disconnected with myself. And I was explaining to him for a good 20 minutes. And I remember him looking at me. He was like, Emmanuel, I have no idea what you're talking about. Now, imagine whenever you're going through an anxiety disorder, which again, back then I didn't know. And, he, and he's telling you like, hey, I have no idea what you're talking about. How would you feel right there? That that's I was like, you don't know what I'm experiencing. You have no idea. You're a therapist. You went to school for this. I'm like, you don't know what's going on with me. I'm like, I freaked out because I thought for the past few months that I went insane. That's what I thought. I'm like, this guy just solidified that. I'm like, I am insane. He doesn't know what's going on with me. That means I'm insane. Nobody understands what's going on with me. I feel completely alone. I'm trying to explain what I'm going through, but nobody understands me. And we, there might be people that know what anxiety is. Like they know about, okay, this is anxiety, but they don't know what it feels like. They don't know what it's like to experience anxiety. And that was very hard to find somebody to be able to connect with that understands my struggle. And nobody understood. I'm like, this guy, he's a therapist, doesn't understand what I'm going through. I'm like, that means I am insane. I, I lost it. That, that's what I thought. It was a very scary feeling to experience that. I was like, how is it possible that nobody understands what I'm going through? I said to myself, this is a mistake. And I had to end the session. I told him, listen, I got to have to end the session. I need to go home. I remember feeling that I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is going on with me? Why am I feeling like this? I remember my heart because I had so much chest pains. I remember I told my dad, I'm like, listen, we, we, I need to go to the doctor. I need to go check my, my heart because, like, there's something wrong over here. We, I remember we set up an appointment with a, with a cardiologist and he put a machine on me, like this device that I had to wear for 24, 24 hours. And the next day, I would drop it off. He checked it out. And he said, listen, everything's fine with your heart. I'm like, why am I feeling this, this heart palpitations and these chest pains? I'm like, I, I don't understand. Why am I experiencing this? I'm like, I, I'm going to the hospital because I had panic attacks. I remember going to the hospitals and I'm like, they don't find anything over there. They're doing tests. I'm like, what is going on with me then? He's like, I have no idea. Nobody can give me an answer. This was about 12 years ago when I was 20 years old. I was like, what in the world is going on with me? And I was like thinking, like, maybe I should take medication. Maybe that's what's going to help. Maybe that's maybe it's going to calm me down. I have no idea. But I said to myself, I'm like, listen, I'm like, there has to be an answer. Somebody has to know what I'm going through because this is too much to handle. I can't. After a few a few weeks after that, I started to start to feel a little bit better. 
And what happened was is that I was one night at home and my father and my brother got into a huge argument, like huge argument. And they were fighting with each other, not physically, but like, you know, like screaming at each other. And I remember that moment. I was upstairs in my room with my sister. And I remember just that moment of wherever my DPDR, my depersonalization, derealization just took over. I remember that moment because I was so afraid of the screaming and everything. I would lock up. And that was back then I didn't understand what I was going through. And my DPDR became so intense that I completely felt like I was a stranger in my own body. I started asking weird questions about myself, about my brother, about my family, about like who am I, like about reality. I felt very disconnected with reality. I didn't quite understand what I was going through. I was so, so lost. I was so confused. I, it was, it was, it was not an easy thing what I was going through because I, because you don't understand what's going on with you. You don't understand and nobody else does as well. And you feel like you went insane. You feel like you went insane. I felt so hopeless. I felt so hopeless then. I'm like, I was getting better. And I felt myself getting better. But then all of a sudden, that moment, whenever they argued, this solidified my anxiety. And it carried me for another good six months of experiencing DPDR where I felt completely disconnected with reality, asking constant questions about the sun. I felt like it was fun the sun wasn't real. I felt that, like my family, uh, look at them like, how are you my family? It makes no sense. Like, who am I? I feel like it's a stranger in myself with myself. I'm like, who am I? And I just looked at the trees. I remember looking at the trees. I was like, this, this looks so fake. I'm like, this reality looks so fake. I'm like, I think I went insane. So I had it twice wherever the anxiety pushed me over and it became very intense. But the first one I thought was intense. But the second time, whenever my father and my brother were arguing, they were screaming at each other. That's when it became really like solidified. Okay, that's it. I'm not getting, I'm locked in this. So what I had to do is that I said to myself, I'm like, I need to, I need to get out of here. I, I need to get out of New York. I need to get out of my family. I need to get away from this place. This place is not making me feel good. I feel empty inside. I feel so much pain within me. I said to myself, like, I need to get out of this place. I need someplace new. I need someplace with sun because it was during the winter time. It was getting, yeah, it was getting closer and closer to summer. But until summer comes in New York, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a pregnancy. It's like takes forever until it actually comes out until the summer comes, you know, it, it really takes a long time. And the summertime does make me feel much better. But like the winter time in New York would make me feel like really down when I was in my depression and anxiety. So I'm like, I have to get out of here for a little bit. And I remember people telling me like, oh, you're escaping, you're running away. I'm like, yeah, I am escaping. I am running away and that's totally fine. I need it. I need this. I have to. I have no other choice because what I'm experiencing right now is one of the worst things that I ever that I ever went through. I, I can't understand what I'm going through. I'm lost. I'm confused. I feel like I went insane. I'm having panic attacks. I'm going to the hospital they don't have an answer. I'm going to my doctor. I went to a cardiologist. Nobody has an answer of what I'm going through. Of course, I'm going to feel this way 100%. I remember one night I decided to go for a jog. It was like March time and it was a little chilly outside. And I remember I was like, you know, maybe I go for a jog and maybe I'll feel much better. And I remember just going out for a jog, but it was pretty, it was kind of chilly outside. 
I'm like, maybe I'm just going to feel a little bit better when I, when I run, maybe some exercise. I remember working out a lot before this with weights and I was trying to do weights, but it was making my anxiety worse because again, it was putting more pressure and I was feeling like very, like very intense because it was, again, it was heavy weight. So what I did instead, it was like, you know what? I am just going to, um, I'm just going to go for a run. Maybe it's going to be much lighter this way. So I started to go for a run. And then all of a sudden, while I was running, I remember I was running up this hill. And then all of a sudden, I started to hyperventilate. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't catch my breath. I was starting to hyperventilate because I was focusing on my breath. I started to hyperventilate. I remember coming home, like, I'm like, Mom, I cannot breathe. I remember right away they called the ambulance with 911. I remember rushing to the hospital. And they said, hey, listen, everything is fine. And I was just hyperventilating then. He, he, that put me down also even more. So like every time I go to the hospital, every time I go to the doctor and they'll give me no answers, I'm like, it, it would just put me down. And it would just feel more and more and more insane. But I said to myself, I'm like, Emmanuel, you, maybe you need a break from this place. I mean, regardless if you think you are running away, if you think that you're escaping, that's fine. We need that right now. I need it. I, I can't be here. This is part one of the story. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about part two. So stay tuned to that. And take care, guys, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.